0: COVID-19 is now spreading at an unacceptable rate in Texas and it must be corralled. Anytime
1: we start to reopen any of our environments, anytime we have gatherings, uh, protest gatherings or, or other public gatherings, you're gonna increase the probability of spread. That's just, we know this and we, we knew this going in.
0: San Diego is looking at two straight days of concerning COVID-19 numbers. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. We'll be exploring the causes of the recent rise, and impact testing is having on those numbers in just a moment with a local professor and epidemiologist. But first, here are some of the top coronavirus headlines for Monday, June 22nd. The county of San Diego has now crossed 11,000 positive cases of coronavirus. Three more outbreaks occurred over the weekend. One was at a construction business, one at a manufacturing business, and one in a retail store. That brings the total number of active community outbreaks in San Diego County to 10 This comes as case numbers continue to go up as well. County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher implored San Diegans to stay vigilant with social distancing and wearing masks.
1: Uh, These are concerning numbers. Uh, They're concerning uh, because they clearly represent an increase in spread, community spread, and number of cases uh, tied to our reopening and the fact that more people are out doing more things. Uh, We're also concerned about the number of folks that are out. Uh, without observing physical distancing and face covering.
0: County officials now say three triggers are moving in the wrong direction. ABC 10 News anchor Derek Stahl takes a closer look at what they are and what could happen to businesses if we can't reverse the trend.
1: One of those 13 triggers is already in the red. There have been more than seven community outbreaks within a seven-day span and other metrics are ticking up. One has to do with new cases rising 10% or more over a five day span. Right now, San Diego has surpassed that, but health officials aren't turning the check engine light on just yet. They say technical glitches and testing delays may be partly to blame. The other trigger they're watching, if the positivity rate gets above 8% over a 14 day span. Over the weekend, the positivity rate hit 7%, but the 14-day average is still about 4%. Derek Stoll, ABC 10 News.
0: County health experts say there has not been a surge in people going to the hospital. However, they say that could change because it usually takes a few days to increase when there is a spike in positive cases. ABC 10 News is running a non-scientific Facebook poll on the virus asking if COVID-19 cases worsen in San Diego County, would people support local businesses being closed again? say yes, they would support those reclosures. You can weigh in by going to facebook.com slash abc10news. Cities and states across the country are taking urgent new steps to battle a sharp spike in coronavirus cases. Florida has set a series of daily records for new cases. New modeling shows that state may be the new epicenter for COVID-19 in the U.S. More than half of the recent cases are people younger than 35 years old. The mayor of Miami is signing an order mandating masks. The governor of Texas says there's also a troubling rise in his state. He's now urging people to stay home as much as possible. To state the obvious, COVID-19 is now spreading at an unacceptable rate in Texas, and it must be corralled. New York has seen improvement. Today, New York City moved into phase two of its reopening plan. As we see those numbers rising across the country, a new push here in California to get people to wear facial coverings. This is not about being weak. It's about fighting the disease and keeping our families and ourselves safe. Former California governors Arnold Schwarzenegger and Gray Davis teaming up with Governors Newsom, Jerry Brown and Pete Wilson in a new PSA. The current and former California leaders appearing in a video promoting mask use. Each of the governors said while things are reopening, the fight against COVID-19 isn't over and reiterated that wearing masks in public will help cut down on transmission. Since the start of the pandemic, doctors have been saying more and more people are complaining of migraines, so they're explaining the difference between stress-induced headaches and COVID-19 headaches. Migraines can sometimes be accompanied by a fever or stuffy nose, which can make some people worry they have the virus. But doctors say migraines cause a throbbing pain that often gets worse when you look at lights or hear loud noises, as opposed to a coronavirus headache, which they say is a really tight squeezing sensation. Doctors also say COVID patients who experience these headaches usually have other symptoms of the virus as well, such as coughing. The local Latino community has been hit hard by COVID-19, and in a recent news release, the county listed one of the possible reasons being that Latinos often show more physical affection. Today on 10 News Midday, the CEO of the San Diego County Chicano Federation, Nancy Maldonado, disputed that.
2: There are a number of reasons that COVID-19 is impacting Latinos in San Diego County, and the data really clearly reveals that it's existing health and structural inequities in our county that are linked to this high rate of infection. So, you know, this uh, we felt it was an opportunity to really address the overrepresentation of Latinos in frontline jobs and the lack of access to healthcare, the lack of access to affordable housing, um, all of which the the data clearly clearly shows.
0: Maldonado says another big issue is the lack of credible information about coronavirus in Spanish.
2: One of the things that we would love to see is you know, more support from the county around um, informing uh, Spanish-speaking Latinos about mask wearing, about social distancing. I think we would also love to see a more concerted effort to dispel, dispel some of the myths around testing um, and a plan to address the fears and concerns around testing. So, for example, you know, if you have a one-income household, and there might be some fear around getting tested, because what would happen if they did test positive? So for that, we'd also love to see a plan to support our low-wage workers or our frontline workers and people who might not have the luxury or ability to self-isolate at home. So these are, these, this is a community that needs support, along with credible and reliable information in, a, in Spanish.
0: Meanwhile, you can add the Miramar Air Show to the list of events canceled because of coronavirus. Organizers announced the show scheduled for this fall is being suspended for health reasons. The Miramar Air Show is billed as the largest military air show in the world and attracts around a half a million of people a year. It's the first time it's been canceled since 2013. That was because of the government shutdown. The commanding officer at Miramar says they're already looking forward to next year's show. The Japanese Friendship Garden in Balboa Park is now open to the public. Daily hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Admissions will stop at 5 o'clock. Occupancy is limited to 200 people at a time. The main entrance and main exit are separated, and trails through the gardens are now one way. All visitors are required to wear a face covering. As we told you earlier, county officials are keeping a close watch on the rise in coronavirus numbers the past two days, but two days doesn't necessarily make for a trend. Joining us today is National University Professor and Epidemiologist Dr. Tyler Smith. Doctor, what are some of the likely causes of the recent uptick?
1: So first of all, anytime we start to reopen any of our environments, anytime we have gatherings, uh, protest gatherings or or other public gatherings, you're going to increase the probability of spread. That's just we know this, and we we knew this going in. Uh, what we're trying to do is make sure that we're we're not overwhelming our healthcare system. And at this point, we're doing fine. The county is actually doing really well at testing numbers of testing uh, tests out there. So that that's probably why we're seeing an increase in cases. They are pushing up the number of tests they're doing. Uh, that's a that's a good thing. We want to get the positive test rate down, and that's what they've got. Going there down into the two to five percent range of positive tests, and that's that's important because the more we can test, more we can identify, the better contract contact tracing we can do, and then hopefully maintain the spread to something manageable.
0: If these numbers continue, could it necessitate the reclosure of restaurants and other local businesses?
1: I think that's what they're that's what our leadership's looking at very carefully. Hopefully, it's not a one size fits all. Hopefully, they see certain areas where there's large increases that might impact the healthcare system, and they focus on shedding aspects of those, those environments down. Uh, San Diego is doing well, though. They're keeping their numbers relatively low compared to other areas in Southern California. We are, uh, our case fatality rates, the number who are dying after being diagnosed, uh, they, that, that's very low compared to elsewhere. Uh, so hopefully if they do start shutting stuff down, it won't be a, an entire statewide It'll be a county by county or even region by region.
0: So it sounds like you're not overly alarmed yet by San Diego County's coronavirus trends.
1: We're about as good as we're going to get for Southern California as far as what our county's doing. They're they're bumping up their numbers of tests. That's that's a critical component. If we can push the number of tests up, we can do better at at, uh, contact tracing and identifying those that might need to quarantine that have been around individuals that were tested positive. So I think the county's doing a great job. I think the, the practitioners there, uh, they're doing an outstanding job, working a lot of hours, and, and they're doing exactly what they need to do, which is test more, identify more, and, and trace more. And that, that's what they're doing. So I, I think we're opening it up in a, in a positive way. And I think we need to continue that. Uh, the increased numbers of cases are likely due to the numbers of testing that they're doing. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a a necessary uh, approach to get get our hands around this.
0: What else can be done to make sure we don't take a step backwards in this battle against the pandemic?
1: You know, continue what we're doing as far as uh, keeping the distance, uh, face coverings. A lot of people think there's no problem. Why do we have to wear face coverings? Um, You know, even if there isn't a problem in your neighborhood or in your region, uh, what what our leadership will do is watch to see how we follow these directions. So if we're not doing a good job, they might shut us down simply because they they can't control our our behaviors. So I think we need to just follow the directions, follow the guidelines, and and I think we'll be fine this summer.
0: That's National University Professor and epidemiologist Dr. Tyler Smith. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. A star-studded concert will raise awareness about the need for more testing in marginalized communities. It's called Global Goal Unite for Our Future. Actor Dwayne Johnson announced he'll host the show. Several artists, including Shakira, Coldplay, and Justin Bieber, are scheduled to perform. More than a dozen other celebrities will appear from their homes, including Hugh Jackman, Chris Rock, and David Beckham. You can watch the show on social media Saturday night. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery even after the pandemic subsides. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans rebound from the turmoil created by the coronavirus. Getting back on our feet, finding jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins.